south podcast what's going on guys we had a little bit of a break a little hiatus uh zanelli was down the beach we were going to record monday just me and the shorts had a major migraine ended up leaving work a little early and uh we ended up taking the night off it got a little busier throughout uh after monday night so uh but we're back and better than ever summertime edition north south podcast it is me jacobs with the shorts and zanelli and um Oh wait a minute! What is what is this? We have it smells a like, it smells like bitch. We have a Steve Whittle sighting. <laughs> wait a minute! This guy stinks. Oh brother, <laughs> this guy stinks. It's Steve Whittle, um, the king of trash talking himself. Um, and by trash talking, I mean sucks trash talking. Uh, just ask anybody in our fantasy group chat. Hey yo. That's weird. Um, That's weird. It's. The Dolphins, come on now. Once in a while, you get a Woodle bomb. It, it's like it's like the Bears, me trying to like flex on people with the Bears the last twenty years. Yeah, so, like, come on, Woodle. Hey, we're both in this one together, dog. We're both average. All right. um, All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> you know it's true. Uh, hello, everybody. I'm gonna introduce my friends, Steve Zanelli. How are you, brother? I'm back. This is the look who's back of the week. Is me. I am home. And me, apparently. The North South I Podcast. Had, I was on vacation last week. Had a phenomenal time. Much deserved. I'm ready to roll, boys. I'm ready to get after it. Declan DeShorts, how are you doing, buddy? Um, I'm actually not feeling like great. Like my stomach's been bothering. It's like it's like I almost have a stomach bug, but I can get up every day and live it. My stomach's just bothering me. You got a poop? <clears throat> what? You got a poop? No, like it's like nauseous. Like you, there's a difference. You, you got IBS? That might be it. Yeah. <clears throat> but other than that, um, Whittle is here. It's the first time I talked to Whittle in like I think a month because we texted in the beginning of June about Jacobs's new apartment. It was the one night. It's a house. House. Yeah. Sorry. House. It was the one night that we were all just on. So, but it's you know it's nice. It's great to talk to Whittle. It's great to see see and talk to you boys again but you know little how are you dog oh you know man living life up here in 215 can't complain too much summer has been nice newly uh season ticket holder for the philadelphia union haven't told you guys that one yet hey uh, oh nice brother over yeah. under that under a thousand uh 1300 not that bad 
not that How many bad. games? You're there a lot too. It's it's like uh, 17 games. Okay. But but the messy tickets, like that's gonna like pay for itself. Oh. Right. So, but no, man, just been chilling. Um, it's been, I guess, it's been a while since I talked to you guys on the podcast. So, it's been a wild couple of months. Jesus um, Marquez is on the extended indefinite hiatus, uh, but it's going to get back in the podcast game with you boys for a little bit. Oh yeah. Well, here we are, and uh, we are back and better than ever, and ready to roll, ready to roll, ready to roll. Uh, let's have some fun. Let's get weird. Uh, Did you just do finer that? Like, oh, roll, I, we roll, definitely cop- yeah, we copy off of Big Stew a lot. Oh, do we copy off of everybody all the time? It's what we do, bro. That's why we're... Well, literally every, like, funny one-liner we have is somebody saying it and it just being funny in the moment. It's <laughs> about right. Yeah. Like, like, slap. Slap. Like, and one, oh my god. I miss oh, it. It's just because you you're get, a child. You gotta get back. Bring 2K back. Uh, know who uh, we're bringing you back this week? It's Dalvin Cook, uh, back on an NFL roster. So it looks. Uh, it's going not, to the Jets, right? It's, that's what it looks like. I don't know if he's signed oh, yet. Oh, brother! He's yeah. What all has that feel? Uh, he's still in the building. I understand. I just don't think he's signed yet. But like, he's been at the facility for a couple of days. Apparently, I I mean, it would make a lot of sense to bring him in, even on a one year deal, when you have somebody. Like Brees Hall, you know, probably their future, but coming off of a very serious knee injury, you don't have to rush him back. You don't have to have a heavy workload. Lean on Dalvin Cook. You get a little thunder lighting. Michael Carter out of the backfield as well. Maybe utilize him in the slot. I like it a lot. Um, I think it just makes a whole lot of sense. The one thing you do kind of worry about, at least in my opinion, before I pass it off to, to Whittle, um, you know, being the AFC East guy, um, <laughs> Is it possibly too many egos, too big of heads for one space? You know, I know Garrett Wilson's only in the second year, but obviously Rodgers. Um, you bring over, I believe, Alan Lazard, correct, as well. Um, and then, you know, now you have Delvin Cook, possibly. That Those are a lot of mouths to feed, in my opinion. Um, Whittle, outside of, obviously, you know, being a Dolphins fan, you're not rooting for the Jets. Um, and you're my friend, so you hate Aaron Rodgers as well. Um, whether you do or don't, you do. Um, so what do you think bias out of it, of the possible Dalvin Cook move and just what the Jets have done uh, in the offseason since we really haven't talked to you in a while? I mean, talk about going from the AFC lease a couple of years ago with the domination of the Patriots now becoming the AFC beast. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got three, three teams. You know, the Jets obviously have improved so much, obviously with – um, you know, Garrett Wilson and, and the addition of Rodgers, as much as you want to hate him, you got to admit he's, he's going to do well up there. And, uh, and if they, if this sending of that, signing of Dalvin Cook goes through, this is just going to be a scary uh, New York Jets team that we haven't seen in a while, quite honestly. I will um, say the one thing to cut off real quick, cut, cut in real quick, I should say. The O-line, for, for as good as the defense is and as good as we think the offense can be, the O-line is a very, very big question mark. Yeah, and that's that's going to be the question mark of the season going into the Jets. I mean, I feel like they've, they've kind of, uh, you know, built around Rodgers, and it's just going to be, okay, what can that offensive line do? Can they protect him? Because, I mean, listen, Rodgers is not the spring chicken he once was. He takes mm-hmm. the hits, and he the age shows when you get midway through the season. Uh, but somehow he always manages to just turn it back on in November. Um, 
obviously, you know, the Bills have been the Bills. Uh, the last couple of years have been playing well. I was fully expected Madden Curse to hit Josh Allen hard, though. Um, and, you know, Miami's improved. It's a big secondary loss with the, the uh, meniscus injury to Jalen Ramsey, uh, but a great pickup in Eli Apple this week. <laughs> you can't say that with a straight face. You're right. Um, he tried to sneak it in. I did, I did. I did. Shout out Eli Apple, though. Uh, who? But uh, who? He, he truly meant it too. He he. You know what's funny? Because McDaniel goes, "Who? The fruit? Oh, you mean Eli Apple, not an apple." Um, oh my god! What a goon! What a goon! Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, this is going to be an interesting AFC East. Um, I guess it all just matters on who, uh, you know, who, I, I mean, it's going to probably be New York, but who gets Dalvin Cook and kind of feel a little blindsided by Dalvin Cook because, you know, he was interested in Miami for a little bit, and I think he just used us. I feel feel used worse than a Northeast Philly prostitute at Kensington Avenue. There it is. Um, um, what do you think? <laughs> there it is. First impression, split decision, no thought. Answer the question as soon as I ask. Who wins the AFC East? Oh, nope. Same. Buffalo. Okay, thank you. I, yeah, I, I still think Buffalo. I mean, yeah. as much as I want the, the Madikers to hit Josh Allen, I think I think Buffalo takes it. I think it's going to be a wild. I think I think three teams are going to make a wild card. Or I'm sorry, three teams from the AFC East are going to make the playoffs okay. with Jets and Dolphins making the wild card spot. Sure. Um, but I think uh, I think Bills still still get that division. Uh, they're just too good right now. I agree. Um, we'll have our picks here, you know, before the season starts. Excuse me. Maybe, uh, maybe that's, you know, the Monday before, within a month. We'll, we'll be talking though here soon. Obviously, with the season just over a month away now. Oh my god, so awesome to say. Um, Zanelli, AFC East. Don't give away too much, but how much do you think the Dalvin Cook potential Dalvin Cook signing? Uh, how much it, it possibly, you know, moves the, the needle at all for the Jets in the East. Well, considering Dalvin Cook had arguably one of the best seasons of his career, I think it's a great deal yeah. that um, he's possibly going to the Jets. Great, um, great second hand to Aaron Rodgers, you know, with the fake handoffs, and he's a very good receiving back too. I think it's a really good move. What do you think in the landscape of, of the teams in the East? Um, pecking order wise, I think we can all agree. Obviously, the Patriots all of a sudden, I think, very obviously, are the worst team in that division. Obviously, with Bill Belichick, anything can happen. But just looking at that roster, it nothing pops to me at all, other than maybe Ramondre Stevenson. Um, what do you think, though, of the other three? Maybe not like a definite of who's winning the division, but where do you think power ranking wise, if you had to rank them, what, do you, what are you looking at right now? Those three. If I had to rank, I feel like it's Buffalo. It's Buffalo's division to lose still, in my opinion. Yes. Um, But I don't think the Jets are that far off from the Bills. I think the Jets are going to be a, definitely a competitor for a lot of teams. And I, they're definitely going to be a playoff team. I, I, think, I, think, I think they can win maybe. This is a maybe. I think they can win 11, maybe 12 games if they're lucky. Um, yeah. I, I do agree with Whittle's take with the Dolphins sneaking into the wild card. It just all is based on Tua's health. Mm-hmm. And Whittle, I think you I think you agree with that, correct? Yeah, I, I mean, if everything that I've read this year on Tua in this offseason, uh, you know, I think he'll obviously be better. 
um, with the injuries. But again, it's it, put your money where your mouth is when it comes to it. I mean, they say he's learned how to fall on the ground and take take falls. Um, they say that he's got a bulkier neck now, so that the head's not snapping around too much um, to prevent the concussions. But again, you know, you look at when Tua was very healthy last year and when he got hurt. You know, I I, I think Tua is I think Tua has proven something. He can play in the NFL. It's just can he stay healthy? Um, and I think it'll come down to what uh, he's learned and if he can get through a full season. I'll even say nine percent of a season. I don't think you need him for a full season. Everyone, every quarterback gets bumps and bruises, but if you I, get mean, I mean, Mike, Mike season, White, Mike White is a is a very good backup quarterback to have. Mike White is a lot better of a backup quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson was. Yeah, um, Skylar Thompson was that guy. Yeah, yeah, he was. Skylar <laughs> Thompson was dog shit. He was something. Nope. Wow. Was, <laughs> Skylar Thompson was dog shit. I I'm well aware. That's. You're talking to a Dolphins fan. I think he knows that. I had to watch it. And just one last thing. I I know the Patriots are the worst team in the AFC East, but that's not saying much considering they're. I don't think they're a terrible team. I just think that division is way too good. I agree. Um, I mean they're they're probably going to end the season with maybe eight nine wins, maybe. But uh, that's really good for a last place team. I mean I agree, but. I think they win like six. You got to look at their schedule, Steve. I'll pull it up for you right now. I haven't man. seen their it's, schedule. It's I, I'm just basing it off their great. roster. No, I, I understand. It's not great. I'm going to pull it up right now. Um, their Patriots schedule. I, I, I've already looked at the first like, like looked into it. Um, so obviously they're at home. Tom Brady day against the Eagles. I do think last year under Detroit ended up being a very good team at the end of the season. They weren't great early on. I just think I think the Eagles go into Foxborough and win. They're five point favorites, but Tom Brady Day, you know, a raucous crowd, game one, anything can happen. I think the Eagles squeak out, maybe steal one game week one. But you have the Eagles home against the Eagles and then home against the Dolphins at the Jets at the Cowboys first four games. It has that four written all over it to me. I know that sounds crazy. Maybe they steal one against the Cowboys or the Jets in one of those random games, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And then even still, not the easiest games. Home against the Saints, at the Raiders, that house of horrors from last year. Um, home against the Bills, at the – and then home against the Commanders. You don't know what team you're going to be getting with that one. I, I think – I don't think the Commanders are great by any means, but obviously, you know, that's – Probably a win, you would think. But right now, New England only three and a half point favorites, and it is an international series game. I think this game might be in Germany, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, that one is, uh, yeah, in Germany. It's in Frankfurt. That's yeah. I thought it was Frankfurt. Um, and then the Giants. I think the Giants. It's at the Giants. They're a better team on paper. The Chargers are the Chargers. I think that's a big win. Uh, if you are a uh, a Chargers fan. At the Steelers, who always fight. That's a Thursday nighter as well. Uh, home against the Chiefs. At the Bills. Home against the Jets. It's it's a very, very tough way to start your season. A very, very tough way to end your season with four and four. I I I'm gonna I'm gonna guarantee right now something that may come back to bite me because it is Bill Belichick. I guarantee you the Patriots do not make the playoffs. 
That's my first no, guarantee. You're probably right. You're probably right. I mean, I also said the Seahawks were going to be one of the top three uh, worst teams last season. Yeah, that that was one of our bad takes because I agree yeah, with you on that. To be fair, they started very good. I think they were one and two, and then they went on that crazy run. And they ended the season and just about missed the playoffs. They clinched week 17 or week 18, like barely. So, I, great by any means. And I, I just I, – I like adding Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think that's huge. I think that's one of the best trios in all of football, receiver-wise, with Smith and Jigba, Tyler Lockett, and obviously DK Metcalf, the unicorn himself. Um, the run game – Walker's hurt right now. We'll talk about that here in a second. But I mean, the Seahawks are the Seahawks, in my opinion. Um, Declan, last but not least, uh, just give me quick what you think AFC East. Maybe not even a full. What, what do you think it looks like this season? Yeah, sure. No, of course. Uh, I think Buffalo just goes in there and win. I think they're a worse team than they are last year. But yeah, would they win twelve games last year? If they win eleven. They might go in there and get 13. I know that schedule isn't easy, but I just I think they're 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 just roster and just you know skill and performance. Bills are the best team in that division. Two, yeah, one of these I times, God, sorry, one, one of these times Josh Allen's going to put together a full season. Like that's full what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Number two, I'm going to go with Miami. Ooh. I like Miami. Mike McDaniel is a good coach, as it seems. I, I think two was a good quarterback. That Tyree Kill is electric. So is Jalen Waddle. That's probably the best duo in the NFL. That defense. That's not a bad defense. And I just the two questions that come to mind is is Tua going to be able to throw thirty times a game and uh, get three hundred yards and three touchdowns? Because the running game, how much is that going to do you? You know, we're in the point where we got to start winning games against these good football teams and keeping up with their offensive pace. I think Tua, he's going to have to go in there and throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. And I just – I don't know if he's good enough to do that. Yeah. The Jets, I, I, I agree. I think that's that's a lot of big mouths. Yeah. I, 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 that's, that's a lot of hot personalities. And it reminds me of actually – the Jets from about five or six years ago when Le'Veon Bell went over there um, because it was a coach who he, he's two years in. We don't, we don't know how we feel about him. I mean, because, I feel way better about him than I did Adam Gase. To be well, exactly. But it's, <laughs> it's the same, it's the same question mark. Oh, it hasn't been a good team for two years. You got to remember Robert, Robert Sala had, and oh, they, they, uh, they lost the last four or five. They didn't even, End up having a winning season. Well, they but got that, seven and ten or eight and nine last yeah, year. Yeah, but that that's a Jets team that showed life. Okay, that that Jet team in twenty eighteen, I think it was. You know, it was a good defense, like a third year coach, Le'Veon Bell and Jamison Crowder, who was a good receiver at the time, went healthy. Yeah, but Le'Veon Bell coming off of a full season not playing as well. That doesn't get talked about sure, nearly yeah, enough. Sure, but I. Yeah, but you were able to run the ball and be able to win games solely by running the ball with that guy. The ceiling was there. Yeah. I just I think it's going to be the same way. Like uh, this year, it's a different Jets. So it was five years ago. They tried to give him new jerseys. This year, you know, I've like I've. It's just it's the Jets. The Jets are going to win seven or eight games, I think, 
Aaron Rodgers isn't a winner. As much as he can do in the regular season when he gets to the playoffs or when it gets down to it, we saw it last year against Detroit. He should have went in there and taken that game. But Detroit, Detroit beat him for it. So I just think when it comes down to it, Aaron Rodgers isn't a winner. And the Jets is just uh, – I'm sorry. It's just it's just a build and just being ready to uh, – getting ready to be knocked down. And then the Patriots for Patriots are the most boring team in the NFL. Okay. So, I mean, I will say off of that point, I think for the Panthers, who I don't expect to be that great, even the Saints, I don't know. I think it could go either way. Um, who am I forgetting? The Texans, the Bears. These are all teams that, like, might be up near the, the worst records in the NFL, in my opinion, this season, fighting for that number one pick. But, like, they're all at least exciting. You know what I mean? Alvin Kamara, Chris Olave, possibly Michael Thomas, that's exciting. I think Derek Carr is interesting down there as well. Justin Fields, exciting, electric. Uh, Bryce Young with the Panthers, I think that's exciting. I like Adam Thielen a lot, Hayden Hurst. And then you also, you know, throw in then the Texans. That offense doesn't look bad. I, John Mechie coming back from cancer is an awesome story. I love Dalton Schultz. The Devin Singletary signing, I like a lot. Damian Pierce, too. Um, I know they got rid of Brandy Cooks, but although, by the way, we don't talk about the Cowboys rideouts. I like Brandy Cooks a lot with C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup. So. It's a very, it's a very talented uh, wide receiver room. Yeah. So I, I th- that Cowboys wideout man, that's that's a nice little corp. Uh, maybe that's what we can do again. Maybe like the top ten like wide receiver rooms going into this year or something like you know maybe top ten school players even. That'd be, that'd be a fun little top ten list. Um, I guess my next question: Whittle, you again? AFC East Dolphins. You know this season already. More than most, how rough and how scary is it when you get that Schefter bomb before it's your team, let alone being your team, and then it turns. In, I'm not. I'm not trying to pick on you on this one. And then it turns into your team with Jalen Ramsey. You know, obviously avoided the ACL tear, so it's not quite as bad. Um, but like, how immediately just training camp week one. Your stomach, it's it just got to be, like, touching your asshole at this point, just dropping. Well, yeah, and I mean, especially with all the hype that's going into this year, I mean, yeah. you know, you look at you look at where the team finished last year, right? And with two, with, even with two getting hurt, he's a 3,500-yard passer. You yeah. know, he's a 3,000-yard passer. And so there's so much opportunity on offense, and, you know, it's just – you look at some of those games, it's like this defense really kind of blew it, like – I do. I personally think the uh, the cold weather game in Buffalo last year. I think was that the playoff game? Yeah, it was playoff game. Where it was well, snowing. they they also played that snow game on. I, I want to say it was a Saturday night. It was yeah. a Saturday night. Yeah. You know, and, and so like to take Buffalo down to the wire there, right? Uh, you know, there was a lot of stuff on this team, but that clearly the defense needed to improve. Jalen Ramsey was one of those guys. that was like, oh wow, they're going to make the secondary better. Yeah. Um, so to see him go down like that, like, yeah, it sucks. But then again, it's just, it's just, okay, next man up mentality. I mean, yeah. Jalen Ramsey isn't done for the year. He'll be back in November, December time. Period. I think they're saying December right now. Um, but like, you know, it's that next man up mentality. So yeah, it sucks, but I have full confidence in like McDaniel that he'll figure out something to do in the meantime to get around the loss of Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. I mean, in reality, you still have a decent secondary room. They just didn't put up last year. Like you know what this what that secondary can do. It's just can they actually put up when it comes when push comes to shove. So 
yeah, the Jalen Ramsey thing sucks. And I think that's just with any league, like you see ACL tear. Um, you know, I think there's been a couple of Achilles injuries this year. Tim already. Patrick already, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Broncos, while not uh, a Liam tear, lost KJ Hamler already. Um, yeah, that's a shame with the, the cardiac stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you never want to see that week one of training camp. But again, it's, it's you know, you've got to step up, next man up. And that's 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 football. That's sports. You know, uh, you can think back to even like you know, different example baseball. Right, Reese Hoskins going down in spring training, where you're like, wow, he's gonna have a great year. And we've had guys step up. Derek Hall stepped up. Cody Clemens stepped up when he came up. Um, I miss Cody Clemens. High key. I do too. I do too, man. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's just that mentality of like you gotta identify who's gonna step up next and who's gonna fill that role. I, I don't know how Eli Apple's going to actually do. Maybe he'll surprise us. I don't know. Um, but there's there's other guys that are there to jump in. And, you know, while, the, like I said, the Rams situation sucks, maybe this will be an opportunity for another young guy, rookie, to step in there and, and become the next Jalen Ramsey. Who knows? I, I don't know. But I like the optimism. I do, too. I do, too. Um, for being 20 years of a Dolphins fan, you got to have some kind of optimism and look at the bright That's spot. what I'm saying. Eagles are going 9-8. and eight. <laughs> Uh, the most optimistic I've ever been about a team. Um, I guess since you guys and knock on wood, myself as well so far, really haven't had any of those big injuries. Obviously, they can happen at any time. I'm not naive to that. I want to ask you guys a question that I will pose to you as well, Whittle. Um, to kind of, you know, we're talking quarterback play a little bit with Tua, and I mentioned Justin Fields, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. Quarterbacks in general, I don't know if you guys watch the quarterback documentary series on Netflix. I've been meaning to. I haven't gotten a look I at it. Not. Very I good. Not. Very good. Um, I watched. I finished it the other day. I um, saw I saw a little snippet of when in the AFC Championship game where he broke his – or he sprained his ankle. Well, it was the divisional, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my fault. Oh, no, you're but, good. Yeah, they showed that, and it looked really good. It was, it was very good. Um, I hate how much I love Kirk Cousins. I'm just going to say that now. Like the nicest <laughs> dude on the face of the earth. Honestly, though, when you watch, he's like, he might be one of the toughest dudes I've ever seen in my life, too. Like what he went through last year, you guys have to watch it. It was wild, dude. Um, and, you know, Mariota, it was, it's interesting, though. It, it worked out so well. Kind of funny how that happens. You know, you had the three different two. You had the Marcus Mariota got benched, had a child, but nobody talks about messed up his knee as well. There was just this whole big, whole big thing. You know, he gets to talk about that a little bit. Um, then you had Kirk, you know, missing the playoffs completely. Kirk Cousins, you know, in all those close games all year long, uh, you know, and then the first round exit, you know, the home loss to the Giants. And then you go all the way to Patrick Mahomes and he's healthy all season long. And then all of a sudden, like Declan just mentioned, fucks up his ankle pretty good in that divisional game and is playing on essentially one foot the rest of the playoffs um, and wins the Super Bowl. It, it was really, really cool to see. Um, you guys definitely take a look at that. Long-winded kind of way of asking. You know, we've heard, you know, on actually all three of our quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, Tua, and Justin Fields, all say they have been approached about doing the show. All have declined. Um, I'm going to go around the horn here. Zanelli, I'm going to go with you first. Just real quick, top of your noggin. Three quarterbacks, if you had to choose, who are you watching? Good teams, bad teams, it doesn't matter, but who would you pick to be in that documentary series? 
Like, to just watch? Yeah, like, for season, because they're doing a season two. Like, season two, maybe even think about this season, you know what I mean, upcoming. Who are you watching? Like, who are you picking to be those three quarterbacks that are followed all season long? We definitely talked about this guy a lot because we are very hyped for the season that we think he's going to have. I would love to see Trevor Lawrence on there. Yeah. Um, definitely has become a way better quarterback in year two versus his rookie year. Um, and we think he's going to be even better. That's one guy I definitely want to watch. Um, obviously, I want to see my guy Jalen Hurts see if he can improve to the player that he was this season and yeah. to see if he's the elite player that I believe he can be. And a third guy – I'm very interested with C.J. Stroud, the rookie this year. Yes, I agree. That Texans team, I think, is going to be really fun. And I've been saying it multiple times on the pod. I think they're yeah. going to be an exciting team. Yeah, I agree. Good by any means, but I think they're going to be fun. Like, yeah. they're going to they're gonna surprise a lot of people. The Lions of last year. I agree. I agree. Um, the shorts, year three. Um, So, I – I've seen – so the three guys they've had is Kirk, Pat, and Mariota. Yeah. So I assume they're going with a top guy, a mid guy, and a lower guy. So just for the sake, I think I'm going to do it here too. I think at the top, the top guy for me is Joe Burrow. Apparently they're – he had said no. And from what I hear, there may be a rumor going around that they're back in talks with him again. Yeah, I would I – would, I think Joe Burrow would be cool. Um yeah. I also think a fun one, a very quiet organization, I feel like, Lamar Jackson. The Ravens, yeah. Go out to Baltimore, you know, see what's going on, see why they haven't been succeeding. It's going to show some stuff. So are you calling him the mid-quarterback then? I never said that. No, he's he's top. He's a top guy. Those are my two tops. Okay, well, I said three guys. (laughs) Well, sorry. I got you. I got you. You're good. I'm just busting your boss. My mid? This is a tough one. Justin Fields definitely comes to mind for sure. Yeah, I agree. I, I you know, he hasn't proven it yet. I get it. I, I think I'm going to go all three NFC North. Yeah. So I think Jordan Love would be cool. Uh, jo- jo- Jordan Love's on the lower, but I would like to see Jared Goff. I know they just did hard knocks. Um, and I think another team I'd like to see is Arizona. Yeah, but I think it's too much of a. Of Arizona a might be a car wreck. I mean, I agree, but Colt McCoy, like. Even if he starts week one, there's no saying, no telling what happens after that and how long he's a starter. And then, you know, if and when Kyler comes back this year. But, Whittle, give me your three. Uh, I'm going to go Kyler – or Kyler. Uh, Kyle Purdy. I think uh, that would have been – uh, Oh, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Brock, Brock, Brock. I was like, wait, Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy. Brock Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan Brock, and Brock Purdy had a kid. Kyle Purdy. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Brock Purdy. Uh, I just want. I would think it'd be interesting to follow um, yeah. kind of that timeline out, especially from last year. Um, oh God, I had I had him in my head already. Um, I, I think Pickett would be one to follow. Yeah, that's one that's one, one that came to mind in my mind. Oh, I forgot um, about him. Especially yeah. like following, like you know, like that's a big. That's, those are big shoots to fill. Yeah. Um, you know, following... yeah, Mitch Trubisky, dude. I know it's. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking more like. <laughs> I, I, I know relax. exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I hate you. Um, and then 
kind of like an oddball one here because I also like as much as I want to like know like look into the life of a starting quarterback. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see the life of like a backup quarterback. Andy Dalton. So, no, although I do love Big Red, uh, <laughs> the Red Rifle. No, we're gonna go Gardner Minshew. Mike Glennon. Oh, that's fun. I like that. Minshew. Minshew's a fun guy. Yeah, oh my god. Like Uncle Rico, come on, dude. Now. The story of Minshew using a hammer to break or whatever it was, killing a bottle of Jack and then trying to break his hand to get a medical red shirt. I I lose it every time, dude. Like. That that that's just I wouldn't even call him a football guy. He's a psychopath. Um, and the fact that he lived, dude, like, lived in, in an old school and... RV during oh during his Eagles tenure. I will say the win against the Jets though, and then when he goes and hugs his dad afterwards. Yeah, that's one of the best fucking videos, man. Um, all right, my three. I'm gonna try to. Obviously, I would. I'd love to see Justin Fields, but I'm gonna stick away from my guy and maybe even try to say some guys that you haven't talked about. Um, my first one is Josh Allen. Um, I yeah, love the Joe like, Burrow pick as well, Declan. Um, that's, I think, the two that I'd like. But, like, you have, you know, Josh coming into the league, not being great right away, um, and then soaring to the heights that he soared to. But, like, injuries last year and, you know, the battles with Mahomes almost always coming out behind him, maybe in the regular season winning those games – but the playoffs, they can't get off the schneid. And I think that's my guy, um, Josh Allen, probably my, my star. For going mid-tier, um, give me Derek Carr. Uh, oh. I think good. that was the Oh, Saints. I was thinking Derek Carr, too. Yeah, Derek Carr with the Saints, uh, year one. Very interesting, you know, to hear maybe some stories coming from the Raiders looking into the Saints season. Um the two I would my mid though that I'm torn on are you know Jared Goff as well. See, then. here's the thing that turns me off from the from the Saints, Jacobs, and you'll understand because I think me and you like both share this liking for him. Dennis Smith, I like Dennis Allen. He's the worst. Oh yeah, Dennis Allen. Like he's not good at his job. No, he's the worst. Uh, I agree. But um, so there's that, and then I think whether it's a young guy you want to call it, whether it's I would go to Washington. I think. Sam Howell slash Jacoby Brissett. That's what I want to see. Um, Jacoby you know, Brissett. That you guys haven't haven't touched on with, um, you know, with CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. Um, that'd be really interesting. And, like, I know that Andy Dalton, like, that, that gets the laugh. But, like, I think that'd be fun as well. So. Um, you think that you, n- nobody's intrigued in Dak Prescott? <laughs> you know, that name just popped in my head. Not really. No, I am intrigued. I, I really am, but so am I. I also just saw him on Hard Knocks oh, a couple years ago. True. Yeah, yeah. No, I get. I get why two is not doing it. I get why Justin's not doing it. I guess why Jalen. I get why Jalen's not doing it. Truly. So yeah, I mean, I, I think I think you can play that game a lot, and um, it'd be it'd be fun either way. So. I'm just so fucking excited for football to be back. Hard Knocks is next Monday, right? Oh, I think so. I think it drops next Monday. Oh, yeah. Um, is, it still, is it still an HBO thing or is that uh, – Yeah. It's still, it's still HBO? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, any other big injuries? I know we had Jalen Ramsey, uh, Tim Patrick today, um, KJ Hamler. That's just a shame. Joe Burrow? Um, yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow, that's the – the calf strain, luckily, nothing too serious. 
I mean, KJ Hamler's having cardiac problems. Like they're they're releasing him, but saying that, you know, they they want to try to sign him. From what I heard, I was talking to Garrett. He's a Broncos fan. To say they they want to re-sign him at some point once he gets cleared. But right now, it's obviously got to fix all that stuff. Um, Tim Patrick. Yeah, that's that's where that yeah uh, Tim Patrick. So I, I thought he's on the Broncos too, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying like the Broncos just lost two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cortland Sutton. I feel like it's hurt every year. Every um, year. I love Jerry Judy, but Jerry Judy. Yeah, he's he hasn't he's got to hit his peak soon. Um, maybe I'm missing some. I know Andrew Thomas, right tackle for the Giants. He got paid. Um, oh, the one dude. Uh, the I think he was a Pro Bowl uh, line. And, and Quint, he just Quinted went to the Saints. Yeah, he just went to the Saints. Oh, the Trey, Trey Turner. Yeah. Yeah, he tore his uh, pack or his bicep. And it tore his bicep literally like a week after signing. It's a shame. Um, Quinnen Williams, the Jets, got that big contract extension. Um, there's been a few. D-hop to the Titans, I think we talked about already. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a few. Um, they're saying Burroughs is going to be several weeks. I thought it was just a light strain, but they're saying yeah, several weeks. Several I think weeks. I think they just want to be careful with him. I don't. I think they want to shut him down as long as possible. Um, I mean, it's it's a relatively similar offense, obviously with the system he's been running and the receivers that he has. You know, um, yeah. I think they just want to shut him down. So that's not something that maybe it lingers all season, but it doesn't linger as much as it could if they try to. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's definitely something I would think. Um, kind of uh, injury news. JT uh, for the Colts. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Um, really, that, really. That's weird one of the things it. I wanted to, that I forgot to bring up to talk about with the pod with him and Jim Jim Irsay. Yeah, that's wild. Jim, I mean, Jim Irsay is wild. You know himself. Let's go, Rojas. Fuck yeah, two run double. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, Jim Mercy is a madman. I mean, he got rid of Dan Snyder, so that's pretty cool. Um, but like, Jim Mercy is fucking wild. Um, <laughs> dude, yeah, literally, Jim Mercy, a slightly worse Dan Snyder. No, I, I, I highly disagree. I mean, well, no, you know, Jim Mercy is always cracked out. Yeah, he, yeah, Jim Mercy is just fucking. He's fucked up all the time. Um, <laughs> too much cocaine. Big, big, yeah, big cokehead. <laughs> Jim Mercy does coke. Uh, he, what he does, I'm dude, sure. Everything, heard the stories. everything under the sun, dude. Um, <laughs> that's why Josh McDaniels is not Jim the coach. It's, it's literally why Josh McDaniels isn't the coach. Um, yeah, there's how excited are you, are you guys for fantasy football? Oh, oh breaking news, now? breaking news. Yeah, Raising center Yudoka Azubike has agreed on a two-way contract with the Phoenix Suns. Who? Oh, uh, Azubuki. He was he was with Kansas. Any good? What are we saying? Uh, are we looking out for him? He was great in college. He's he was the 27th pick that... in 2020. Where was he drafted to? I don't know. He just Western Conference. Kind of fucked me over. Was it the Jazz? It was the Jazz. Yeah, that's what I thought. I know. Um, he went to Kansas, by the way. Um, yeah, he, he was said that already. I. You just gonna keep cut me off? <laughs> teammates with O'Shea Apologies, I was trying to say, dickhead. 
Here we go. And Christian Brown. Um, that really good game. Was that one of that just said, here we go? Yep. Shut up, bitch. There it is. All right. <laughs> um, let's get contentious. Oh, let's get weird. Um, before we hop into some MLB talk, I have a question for you guys. No. Okay, then you don't have to. <laughs> Who wants to be a millionaire? I do. Well, I want to. That would solve a lot of my problems. Yeah. Um, I have some questions here for you fellas. And um, I want to see, why don't we do it this way instead of working as a team? Why don't we all give our answers? I'm going to go around the room and ask everybody the answer to their question. And we're just going to play it, you know, like rank style. So we're just doing trivia type. If you lose, you're out. Oh, uh, like elimination. So this could yeah. be like three questions long. No, I have a full who wants to be a millionaire. We just got to see how you guys do. How's that sound? Well, what if we all get it wrong on the first question? Well, then you guys fucking suck. <laughs> okay. um, all right. We ready, boys? Let's do it. All right. Uh, $100 question. I'm going to don't say your answer until I ask each person separately. What team holds the longest win streak in NCAA basketball history? Is it A, the UCLA men, B, the Kansas men, C, the Yukon women, or D, the Tennessee women? Whittle, you are our guest. And then I will go Whittle, Zanelli, Declan. Whittle, what is your answer? <laughs> Team options again, sorry. No, you're good. What team holds the longest win streak in NCAA basketball history? Uh, is it the A, UCLA men, B, the Kansas Jayhawks men, C, the UConn women, or D, the Tennessee women? I feel it's got to be the UConn women. Final answer. Okay. Uh, Zanelli, what do you think? I'm with the UConn Huskies. That's the only one I can remember that really long win streak and it was like absurd okay Declan I know this one because me and my me and Eddie he sat there and he told me all about Bill Walton uh, I believe it was 1970 to 74 okay it's the UCLA men Is that your final answer yes all right Declan you are wrong really it was the UCLA men they were passed by the Yukon women. Really? Correct. Gino Ariama. When did this happen? Uh, within the last 10 years. It was. It started like when like Maya Moore was on the team, right? Yeah, it was like Maya Moore, Tina Charles, I do believe. I will look it up. I don't want you guys on uh, online. Really? Yukon, correct. It's over 100. UCLA's was like 84, 86. 88, I still remember. Okay. Women basketball streak. Let's see. Um, UConn won 111. Wow. Yeah. Zane. Yeah, 111 straight. Um, that's wild, bro. That's insane. Like I, they don't lose. To... Yeah, they didn't lose. Um all right, so I'm done. Like, I, I'm not playing anymore. Yeah, sorry, dude. Uh, screw you guys. 
Well, how about you want to like a sink? Goodbye. We either could have just followed or... the pack. I know, bitch. We because uh-huh. we're the Huskies. Are... <laughs> <laughs> either we do that, or you just have a strike on you, and we keep doing it that way. And whoever yeah, has strike. strikes at the end wins. Yeah, you didn't give me my hotline. I would have called my uncle. It's a hundred dollar question. You suck. I would have called my uncle. Well, apparently he didn't know either. It was in the past ten years. It might have been. Okay. Um, Two hundred dollar question. Declan, you have one strike. Uh, which QB holds the single season NFL passing touchdown record? Uh, is it A. Patrick Mahomes, B. Peyton Manning, C. Tom Brady, or D. Dan Marino? Whittle. We're going to go to you first. Oh, it was Marino. I think it's Manning. Final answer. All right. Zanelli. Manning confidently. Declan. Peyton Manning, 55 touchdowns. Correct. That is correct. Uh, You are all right. Um, You're all wrong. Fuck you all. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you all. Um, Manning (laughs) passed Tom Brady, who had 50. Mahomes actually did have 50 once. Um, Marino was the leader. Brady, I think, broke Marino's record. Um, All right. $300 question here. Uh, Declan is the only one with a strike so far. Who did Michigan lose to in the infamous Chris Webber National Championship timeout game? Was it A, the Duke Blue Devils, B, the UNLV Running Rebels, C, the UNC Tar Heels, or D, the Kentucky Wow. Uh, we talked about this game before. Oh, Very, very famous that game. Was, <clears throat> that was what? 90, 93. 93? Yep. The 93 National Championship game. It was <sighs> the, uh, the second of back-to-back natty losses for Michigan, actually. That's actually a hint. Uh, was it was it UNC? Uh, I, I think it's only fair farmers. though. If we're gonna keep everybody in here, I'm gonna let everybody go around the room. Uh Zanella, we're gonna start with you on this one. What are we thinking, big dog? I'm I'm just gonna Alright, Declan, what do you think? UNC confidently. Whittle? We're going to follow the pack and go UNC. Final answer. So Chris Weber in Michigan in 1992 was their first championship game. They got smoked by the Duke Blue Devils. The next year, it was the UNC Tar Heels. Woo! Dodge the bullet, boys. Duke and UNC went back-to-back. Actually, they won three straight, those schools, because Duke won back-to-back. And then... um, that's when uh, – then UNC won in 93. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was a blue Carolina school. I just couldn't remember which one. So, yeah. UNC was a shot in the dark. Yeah. All right. Um, $500 question, and we're going to go – we're going to start with Declan on this one. Uh, he's one strike. Who holds the record for most career RBIs? Major League Baseball history. Is it A, Hank Aaron? B, Albert Pujols? I'm not the machine. I'm Albert. C, Babe Ruth? Or D, Alex Royd Riguez? See what I did there. Alex Rodriguez. Hank Aaron. The final answer? Yeah. All right. 
Uh, Whittle, what's your what's your answer? It wasn't Rodriguez. I will tell you this: they are the top four. Yeah, it wasn't Rodriguez. I know that much. Also, I will give. No, I won't. I'll just say we can give everybody a fifty-fifty. But I kind of fucked that one over once already. So I feel like it's got to be Hank Aaron. Final answer. Zanelli. Hank Aaron. I don't you are, recall any of the other ones. You were all very confident in that one. And you are all correct in that one. Pujols is second, right? That's actually the order. It's Hank Aaron one, Pujols two, Babe Ruth three, Rodriguez four. Yeah, I remember Pujols breaking Ruth's record, but I, I didn't think he broke Aaron's. He did not. It was Hank Aaron. Uh, the $1,000 question. We'll start with you, Whittle. Actually... Yeah, I'm going to start with you, Whittle. I'll try to help these guys out a little bit because you'll know this more than they will. Which of these NHL – actually, you know what? No, I'm. we're going to give these guys – see if they listen. We've talked about this on the pod. Whittle, you're answering this one last. Zanelli, I'm starting with you. Which of these NHL teams is not an original six team? Is it A, and again, not an original six? A, the New York Rangers? B, the Boston Bruins? C, the Chicago Blackhawks? Or D, the Edmonton Oilers? That's easy. I, that's why you're going last. It's a hockey question. All these are hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to guess. The only one it doesn't sound like it's right is um, Blackhawks. Okay. Declan. I'm kind of – I feel disrespected that you think I didn't know this. I. Bruins, Blackhawks, Red Wings, Canadians, Rangers, and Maple Leafs. It's the Edmonton Oilers. I, oh my gosh, if I screw this up, I'll feel so awful. <laughs> this Whittle, would suck. He, I think Whittle, it's the he, Oilers. Did he screw it up, Whittle? He he did not screw it up. He is, it is Edmonton. You got to think, hurt. right? You got to think yeah. geographically speaking, and especially at that time when the original six happened, which was 1942. <laughs> um, you know, you got to think, okay, areas around that. Edmonton's all the way on the west coast of Canada. So they, that's like uh, Oregon Trail type shit. You know, they're going to die of dysentery before they get out to Edmonton at that point. point. Um, So. (laughs) Yo, I just spit my water everywhere. (laughs) I mean, that was the 1860s, but yeah, you're right, Whittle. Go ahead. Well, but I mean, like around, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, It was like World War II, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, whatever. Um, Still, dysentery. so you know you got you got New York, you got Boston, then Chicago. Chicago. This Chicago's man just said track. 1940 and compared it to the Oregon Trail. Well, <laughs> sorry. I knew I get a hockey. It, 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 it was going to be a hockey question. I was going to get it wrong. Yeah, it was sorry. only a matter of time. Well, Whittle isn't first. Zanelli and the Shorts both have one strike. Um, Whittle, we're going to go to you on this one to start. Okay. For $2,000, Michael Strahan and TJ Watt hold the record for most sacks in a single season. How many did they have? Is it A, 22 and a half, B, 22, C, 23, or D, 23 and a half? Oh. Definitely be ready. You're going second on this one. Yep. I hate these half sacks, but I feel like this has got to be a half sack. Uh, I feel like 23 and a half is too much. If I remember straight hand, it. 
22 and a half. Final answer. Declan. 22 and a half. Zanelli. 22 and a half. Yes, sir. 22 and a half. did it in the 16 game regular season. Uh, can um, can you guys tell me who we, uh, who who is his final sack? No. Strahan's final sack. Strahan's oh. final sack. Oh, um, it was it was a gimme, Brett. It, 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 I just ruined it. It was a gimme sack. Tom Brady. No, Brett Favre. Oh. Um, I heard you say Brett in the beginning. That's why I was like, I just put that up. Um, all right. So Zanelli and Deshorts, one strike, Whittle, no strikes, four thousand dollars. This is a fun one, actually. Who is the only athlete to ever play in a Final Four game and a Super Bowl? I will say, fun fact on this one, um, Donovan McNabb was on the Syracuse team in the 90s that went to the Final Four. He did not, however, play in that game, in the Final Four game. Uh, so, again, who is the only athlete to ever play in both the Final Four and Super Bowl? Is it A, Tony Gonzalez, B, Julius Peppers, C, Antonio Gates, or D, Jimmy Graham? The shorts, I'm starting with you. If you know where they go to school, it, it, that might actually help. Did it? Yeah. The whole question or the? The options. I'm just making sure you said them. Okay, so A, Tony Gonzalez, B, Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers. Okay. Uh, Zanelli, number two. That's who I was going to say, Julius Peppers. What do you think, Weddle? Yeah, Julius Peppers went to UNC, so Julius Peppers. Yeah, you're correct. He did. <clears throat> um, can you guys, fun fact, tell me where everybody else went? Well, Donovan went to Syracuse. Yes. Tony Gonzalez. Uh, Tony Gonzalez. Didn't he go to USC? No, but Southern, I mean, uh, Southern, oh, my God, Western School. You're right. He went to Cal. Oh, I knew it was California. Uh, Antonio Gates. It's a fun one. Antonio Gates. Gonzaga. No. Fuck. He's, he's black, remember? White guy's cop. <laughs> no, dude, I'm telling you. No, it's a fact, literally. Yeah. Gonzaga is full of white dudes. Where did where did Jalen Suggs go? I forget. Oh, that's did right. Gonzaga. Gates go to Miami? No, Jimmy Graham went to Miami. Antonio Gates had some action. He was a Kent State Golden Flash. Wow. Kent isn't even a state. There it is. Um, all right. 8,000. Again, Whittle, only one with no strikes. Since the year 2000, who holds the record for longest hit streak in Major League Baseball? Obviously, we, you know, Joe DiMaggio is 56. Um, that's the most. But since the year 2000, there have been some pretty good hit streaks. Um, Zanelli, I'm going to start with you on this one. The four answers are A, Chase Utley, B, Barry Bonds, C, Luis Castillo, or D, Jimmy Rollins. All have actually had some pretty good hit streaks. Uh, I know, yeah, I know J-Roll had a really long one. That's what she said. Hey, now. Hey, now. Declan, by the way, were you, really, you going to use the 50-50 if you had it on the 100? No. I need okay. to Then you guys all have one. I will I will let you guys all have one fifty fifty. Use it sparingly. Uh, fuck. We're about halfway through the game. I have honestly no idea. I'm just gonna go J roll. I, I don't know. Okay. 
Whittle. Uh, it's I know it's J Roll or Utley. I'm not asking for a physical deal. I know it's the fact one of those two. Um, not gonna lie, completely missed the question because it happened because they happened pretty close. I think Jimmy's was they happened in the same season. Yeah, I was gonna say because Jimmy's fact. was left over from 05 into 06, and Utley's happened in all those six. I think. If I remember correctly, Jimmy squeezes out by a couple more games. He was up near 40s. I'm going to say Jimmy Rollins' final answer. Declan, since you weren't fucking listening, <laughs> since 2000, who holds the record for longest hit streak in Major League Baseball history? Uh, maybe not history, but, you know. Uh, a, Chase Utley, B, Barry Bonds, C, Luis Castillo, or D, Jimmy Rollins? So, Whittle said it's either Jimmy Rollins or Chase Utley. Steve, what'd you pick? Jimmy Rollins. I was going to go J-Roll, too. Yeah, I'll go J-Roll. I'll go plan on this one. Everybody's final answer? Yep. Yep. It is the Phillies' all-time leading uh, hits guy, Jimmy Rollins. That is correct. Yeah. Wow. I, remember, I, remember, I remember Utley got close. They made Utley got very close, it. yeah. Um, yeah all I, right. think, I think, yeah, I think J-Roll uh, had, like, 40... It was close. It's top ten. It's it's top ten. Yeah. All right. Um, For sixteen thousand, Michael Jordan played in six NBA Finals. Name the team he did not beat in the NBA Finals. So the team he did not face. Uh, Declan, we're going to start with you. A. The L.A. Lakers. B. The San Antonio Spurs. C. The Portland Trailblazers. Or D. The Seattle SuperSonics. Did you just ask me? What team Michael Jordan lost to in the finals? No, I said who he who didn't play Michael Jordan in the finals. Oh, which of those teams? What team did not make it to the finals to face Jordan? Okay, um, they played the SuperSonics. They played. Did they play the Lakers? Hmm. I think they did play the Lakers actually. What were the two others? Uh, it's Lakers, Spurs, Trailblazers, and Sonics. So Spurs, Trailblazers, Lakers, and Sonics. They played the Trailblazers, I think. Played the Sonics. I don't think they played the Spurs. Final answer. Zanelli. I'm going to go Lakers. On a limb. Final answer? It's up to you. Like I said, you can go final, you can go 50-50, you can go Lakers. It doesn't, it's whatever you want to do, dude. Give me a 50-50. I, this is tough. These are Spurs. Fuck. Spurs. They definitely played the Blazers. Little. Yeah, I know they played the Lakers, and I know they played the Blazers. The Sonics. You obviously did not watch The Last Dance. I watched most of it. I didn't watch all of it, though. Uh, We're going to go with... uh, We're going to go with this first. Final answer. So the first championship Michael Jordan won, he won in actually 
LA against the Lakers uh, in uh, in the forum. Famously, Jack Nicholson gave him a handshake and everything. Um, second one, he had the famous shrug in game one. That was against the Blazers. And his third, the first of the three-peat, 92, they beat the, uh, the Suns. He then took the two-year hiatus. Rockets won two in a row. Proceeded to beat the Seattle Supersonics and then beat the Jazz twice. Correct answer, you are all right. It is the San Antonio Spurs. They did not, but they did win the year following. They won in 99, 03, 05, and 07. So. Shout out, Pop. Yes, sir. And Timmy D. Dynasty. All right. Dynasty. Uh, and then, you know, they, obviously, then they won against the Heat, too, in what, 2012. So. All right, 32,000. We're getting we we'll no strikes. Uh, everybody is a 50-50 except Sinelli. Who was the last men's basketball team to both go undefeated and win the national championship in the same season? Is it A, the UCLA Bruins, B, the Indiana Hoosiers, C, the Kentucky Wildcats, or D, the Kansas Jayhawks? Whittle, I'm going to start with you. Oh, you're asking me these awful questions. Um, We're we're up to 32,000. It's going to get harder. Again, who was the last men's college basketball team to go undefeated and win the national championship in the same season? UCLA, Indiana, Kentucky, or Kansas? It's got to be UCLA or Indiana. I'm trying to think who had the better run late. If it was UCLA. They're within like three to five years of each other, if not closer. Yeah. I will say that. See, the thing is, is like my gut instinct tells me UCLA. But is it UCLA because they had a bunch in a row? Or like a bunch close together? Uh, but that Indiana's team, I think of the movie Hoosiers. Oh, uh, I don't want to 50-50 yet. I'm going to risk for the biscuit. We're going to go Indiana. Final answer. Declan, what's your answer? This is another question I know from my uncle. Uh, I, I I hope that he got the last one wrong. So, uh, I believe it's Indiana. Zanelli. Hoosiers, baby. You're correct. The Indiana Hoosiers are the right answer. Kentucky went undefeated into um, – into um, the Final Four, that team with Carl Anthony Towns. They lost to, I believe it was Wisconsin, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. So, yeah. I think Gonzaga did it in 2021, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Baylor, Baylor had like one loss, I think, one or two. Um, all right. So, Whittle's still nothing. Got all three. Uh, we oh, actually, actually, he has his one fifty fifty, and uh, no strikes. Sixty four thousand, Declan. This one goes to you. What Big Four sports team holds the longest championship drought still in their original city? So they're still playing in their original city. A. The Detroit Lions. B. The Phoenix Suns. C. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Or D. The Cleveland Guardians. So. 
Guardians? You and Whittle both have your 50-50s left. I'm just trying to... What big four team holds the longest championship drought still in their original city? Still in their original city. So you said the Guardians? So A, the Detroit Lions, B, the Phoenix Suns, C, the Toronto Maple Leafs, D, the Cleveland Guardians. Okay, well, the Super Bowl wasn't even around long enough for it to be that long. It might be baseball, but the Guardians, no, it hasn't, it's been long, but I know they've won one in the past 50, 60 years. And then you said the Kings? No, the Phoenix Suns and the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Suns haven't won anything either. Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm going to go the Suns. Final answer? Yeah, why not? Little. Where are we going, Little? Two things are messing me up here. One, the Guardians uh, playoff playoff run where they lost to the Cubs. Okay. And the movie Major League. (laughs) (laughs) I I key have thought about buying a uh, Wild Thing. Jersey, but that's another story. Love me some Rick Vaughn. Yeah. I get gay for Rick Vaughn. Um, right. You're welcome. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Chief Wahoo or former Chief Wahoo, and I'm gonna go with the Cleveland Guardians. Is it Ellie? Finish us off. I was gonna say Lions, but Declan's right. Like the Super Bowl hasn't been around that long. But then again, like. I'm pretty sure the first Super Bowl was in what the '60s. '60s. Fuck it, give me Guardians, cause I wanted to go, I wanted to do lines, but I don't know if that's right. Declan, you have two strikes on you. Zanelli and Whittle, you are both correct. Whew. Cleveland Guardians, correct answer. All right, we're up to 125,000. What's that? How close was it across the leagues? Uh, it's pretty close. Is it? It's pretty close, yeah. Um, all right, so earlier we talked, the UConn's women basketball team currently holds the longest win streak in either men's or women's history at 111 games. Who do they pass to set the record? Is it the A, UCLA men, B, the Stanford women, C, the Tennessee women, or D, the Kentucky men? Whittle, start with you. I think you said this in that question, if I remember paying attention correctly. It's going to be the UCLA men. Zanelli? Okay. UCLA men. Declan? UCLA men. Good job, guys. See if you were paying attention earlier, you were. Uh, Yeah, UCLA men. All right. Down to the final three questions. Whittle still has no strikes. Oh, my God. Whittle might be a millionaire. For $250,000. Who is the only player in Major League Baseball history to hit a home run in every round of today's modern playoff bracket in both the American and National League? Is it A, Kyle Schwarber, B, Miguel Turner, or D, J.D. Martinez? All of them have played American and National League, I will say. Zanelli, I will start with you. God damn it. Uh... <laughs> I, this is the one I didn't did not want to go first on. Shit. Uh, hmm. 
You haven't gone first in a little while, so it's only fair. I know. I don't think it would be Schwarby. Not feeling Schwarby. Okay. I'm feeling JD or Justin Turner. Those okay. are on those are on tour between. Because I remember, I remember Justin Turner went off for the Dodgers that one season. Who else has he played for? I don't know his early career. Okay. I don't know where he played in his early career. And again, this is the modern playoffs. So we have the wild card game or wild card series, I will say now. Either way. Um, the division series, the AL or NLCS, well, both technically, and the World Series. This player has hit a home run in all of those <laughs> for both leagues, American and National League. I'm going to get – I'm just going to go J.D. Martinez. I have no clue. All right, Declan. Can I get my 50-50, please? Yeah, J.D. Martinez or Kyle Schwarber. Woo! If it's Schwarby, that will be nuts. Schwarber didn't hit a home run in the wild card round. I don't think. Uh, I'm going to go J.D. Whittle, what do you think? By the way, Zanelli and, uh, and and Declan, final answers? Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. final answering J.D. Martinez. Okay. Actually, right. no. Let me let Whittle answer. No. Yeah. Schwarber didn't hit a home run the wild card round this playoff series, but he did play for the Cubs. I'm going to go Kyle Schwarber. Oh, my God. It's going to be Kyle Schwarber. Whittle, you still have zero strikes. Oh, shit! <laughs> it is Kyle fucking Schwarber hitting Schwarbombs in the playoffs. All right. You got Schwarber on the Cubs, didn't you? Yep, I know they did. I forgot and he was on Red Sox last oh. year, he went to the ALCS. Oh. When they lost to, uh, to the Astros in the ALCS. All right. Or two years ago, you know what I mean. Excuse me. Um... We're down to the $500,000. We're two questions away from a million. Well, one, two from winning it, one from the million-dollar question. All right. This is this is tough, guys. I'm not going to lie. I, these last two are pretty tough. For 500000 Declan, I'm going to start with you. Where did Tim Duncan almost sign in the 2001 offseason? He almost left the Spurs and went and signed with this team. Is it A, the Chicago Bulls, B, the New Jersey Nets, C, the Orlando Magic, or D, the L.A. Lakers? C, Orlando Magic, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go Magic. Final answer? Yeah, final answer, Magic. Zanelli. Mm. Whittle has all the pressure on him going last. The Magic? Think about the teams and the time, too. Who was there? Who was the coach? So, 2001, right? Yes. So, he would have been... It was after the 2001 season when the Lakers beat the Sixers. It was going into the 01-02 season. Hmm. Summer of 01. Chicago Bulls, 
New Jersey Nets, Orlando Magic, Los Angeles Lakers. I'm going to go New Jersey Nets. They're a pretty solid team. They were pretty solid. I'm just going to go Nets. I I have nothing to lose at this point. Whittle's got a, a lot to lose. So, I'm just going to go Nets. Well, Whittle, is that final answer, Zanelli? Final answer. Whittle, Whatever. you've you've heard the magic from Declan. You've heard the Nets from Zanelli. But it could have been the Bulls and the Lakers, too. And that's why I'm saying my 50 for the last one, so I like those two answers. Um, in my head, not knowing basketball to the best of my knowledge. Uh, I got lucky on some of those history ones. Uh, if I remember correctly, the 2000s was the beginning of the Magic's kind of push, and that was the big signing of Tracy McGrady. Doc Rivers was the head coach. Yeah, and if I know Doc, like I've known Doc the past couple of years, he wanted to destroy franchises by bringing in too many top players to play together. I don't know if I trust my answer on this one. I'm going to just take a shot at it, and I'm going to just risk it because I, they basically have given me my 50-50 between Declan and Steve. I'm going to go with the most magical place on there, Orlando, Florida. With Final match. answer? Going all the way to the Amway Center, baby. Final answer. Dun, dun, dun. Steve Whittle, you have had a great run so far. And it's going to continue on to the million-dollar question. <laughs> wow. Tim Duncan almost signed with the Orlando Magic. But Doc oh. Rivers did not want any kind of kids in locker rooms or anything like that. All that kind of stuff. So, so um, he decided to stay with the Spurs instead of signing with T-Mac and Grant Hill. Wow. So Zanelli has two – or you just said the Nets, didn't you? Yeah, I'm out. All right. So three strikes for Zanelli. He's out. But um, I what I will do, since Declan has two strikes, Whittle, this is just going to be all you, dude. You have two life on here. You have 50-50 if you need it. And you have your – ask the audience. And your audience is – is an Ellie into shorts slash phone a friend, okay? Okay. So for a million dollars, our guest on the North South Podcast, Steve Whittle, is going for a million dollars. Who did Michael Phelps pass to become the all-time most decorated swimmer in United States swimming history? Oh, my God. Whittle. Whittle. This is a gimme, I think. Is it A, Mark Spitz? Oh, my God. B, Natalie Coughlin? C, Johnny Weissmuller, or D, Matthew Biondi? Well, I feel like you know this. I'm pretty sure I know this, but I think you know it. You got this, Whittle. Give me a 50-50. Mark Spitz or Natalie Coughlin? I'm feeling really good now, Whittle. (laughs) Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. He can't use his axe to the audience anymore. Why can't he? Yes, I can. 
Oh, I thought you can use both more than one lifeline. And yes, you can. You can use this. I've seen people use three lifelines on one question before. Oh well, then what? Why haven't you used it yet? So we're gonna ask the audience, Mister uh, Zanelli. The smart thing to do would be exactly what he just did, Declan, to do fifty-fifty and then ask the audience on two. I am ninety-nine percent sure it is Mark Spitz. I've seen. I've had the world record book, and I've definitely seen Mark Spitz and Michael Phelps. Those names go hand in hand. I have no clue. What do I have no clue? Usain Bolt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I let out a fart while I laughed. While I laughed at that one. Yeah. All right. So I don't know who that other person is. I really have no clue who that other person. Is. I don't even know who Mark Smith is. Smith. You see my point? Okay. 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 So I know Mark Spitz was a swimmer. <laughs> yes. They were all swimmers. They're all swimmers. Michael Phelps won eight medals after Beijing. I think he's excluded. Only won eight in Beijing, not after Beijing. Didn't no. his well, record yeah, just get broken? It no. just got broken by Ledecky. I said Ledecky. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, because I, I could have swore I saw that in the news. All right. Who, Ka- oh, Katie Ledecky. Yeah, she's on. Yeah, she's a nut. All right, I'm gonna trust the intuition of Steve and Declan. Oh my God, I'm, I'm gonna so go. Nervous now. You say both. Mark Spitz. Are you final sure? Answer. Final answer. You locked it in. Oh my God, Whittle. I'm so sorry. Your life ends today. Give me my money, Regis. Give me my money, Regis. This has been way better than Zanelli's. Who wants to be laying there by himself? Definitely got a strike on the first question. This has been very, very memorable. The only thing that would make it more memorable is if Whittle were to get this last question right. And as a guest of the podcast, win the millionaire. And you know what, folks? He fucking did it. Let's go! Steve Whittle. Wow. With no strikes. I'll take that Magic Johnson assist, though. Oh, yeah. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Just throw me me a crisp 20K for that assist. (laughs) I'll take 20K, too, Whittle. Thanks. No, you can go F off. You said you saved both. (laughs) Not even the same sport. That's how dominant he was. He wasn't even in the same sport. I'm saying, <laughs> like, like me, me and like me and you are not the same. Like when I think dominance, like you say bolt. Yeah. He ran on water. He ran on six water. foot five of straight African lightning right there. Jamaican. Jamaican. <laughs> like, Yo. Jamaican, you moron. Oh my god. <laughs> Jamaican me crazy, man. <laughs> oh my god. All right, let's talk some MLB. What a millionaire. Wow, Whittle, great job! Um, that's good on the record books. I can't wait to see. Now, now, now you again. can now you can pay for that cameo for Scott yeah, Hansen. Maybe you won't smell like bitch anymore. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Just playing well. Um, here we go. Zanelli, do you have the uh, the trade deadline info up for me? Oh, I had that tab open for a while now. Damn right you did. Let's talk some trade deadline, guys. Uh, as we're recording, it is July thirty first. Uh, deadline used to be on the 31st. They've moved it back to August 1st now. Um, we've had some pretty big moves here uh, recently. Um, most notably, Max Scherzer and 
Aaron Savali today. Um, but uh, Zanelli, I will let you bring up some of the ones that we can talk about. Uh, first one that comes up that I, I know a name that's pretty pretty well known in the baseball world is uh, Brewers acquire uh, outfielder Mark Kana. 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 It's Kana. Mark Hanna. Because when you say it fast, it sounds like Mark Hanna. Yeah. It's Mark Hanna. Yeah. For uh, right-handed pitcher Justin Jarvis. Okay. Um, another big one. The the Savant about. Uh, yeah. They acquired him from the Guardians for first baseman Kyle Manzardo. That's a fun name. That's a good Baltimore name. Manzardo. Manzardo. Yo, Braves you, acquire... You know, Take it down to Manzardo's and get Yin's sandwich from Manzardo's. Braves acquire infielder Nicky Lopez from the Royals for left-handed pitcher Tyler Hearn. I like that move a lot. Nicky Lopez is a nice little utility piece. I hate that, but it's really good for the move for the Braves. Here's a here's a pretty big trade, and I feel like there's not a lot of players that are traded in one trade, but this one's yeah. pretty big. Uh, Rangers acquire Jordan Montgomery and Chris Stratton from the Cardinals for... Yeah. Thomas Seguise and Takoa Roby and John King. It's uh, I think it's Seguise because David Seguise, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's his son. I could be wrong. Um, But, yeah, Rangers were making moves, dude. They went crazy in the last two off seasons. They're going crazy at the deadline. I love it. They're going balls to the wall all in. Um, They're all – literally. Yeah. How about that um, that Aroldis Chapman trade they made, how good he was, and all of a sudden – got destroyed by the Astros. He he can't pitch in that place in Minute Maid. Like, after that Altuve home run, you know what I mean? In the mm-hmm. ALC, he, he can't pitch in that place. Like, he, mentally, it's just it's crazy. Okay, so, uh, just sorry to shift back here, but Adam Rank actually just dropped something very interesting. He has his 2023 AFC ranking predictions. Um, at number four at eight and nine, he has the New England Patriots. Number three at nine and eight, he has the Buffalo Bills. Number two at eleven and six, he has the Dolphins. And at thirteen and four, the New York Jets. The Jets schedule isn't that easy to start, but it's okay. Um, let's get back to baseball real quick. What? Um, I do like Adam Rank though. He's a Bears fan, so yeah. Um, like, well, he's just he never gets anything accurate with his correct. Yeah, he's predictions. Um, what? Um. What else we got, Zanelli? I know we said all this Chapman, um, Max Scherzer so, to the Rangers as well, Jordan Montgomery. Yeah. Just um, want to cut in here in terms of Zanelli. Sorry, Zanelli. Um, just because I'm seeing these ones right now as they're going off from passing. Okay. Um, Jesse Rogers uh, reporting from ESPN. Cubs have acquired uh, Yaimer Candelario. Or oh, yeah, Candelario from, um, from the Nationals. Yes, I saw that. Jaimer Candelario, yeah. Uh, and then the Giants are finalizing a trade to acquire outfielder A.J. Pollock and utility man Mark Mathias Ooh. from Seattle. And the Reds are acquiring left-handed reliever Sam Bull from the Oakland A's for right-hander Joe Boar, uh, Boyle. Okay. So. Oh, Boyle rules. <laughs> oh, Boyle rules. <laughs> oh, Doyle rules. <laughs> You know, it's it's funny because you know we're sitting at the deadline, and you look at that NL wild card, and again we're biased because we're Phillies fans. Um, but all the teams around the Phillies are making moves. Yep. And Don Browski has not made anything. yet. I think he's and, really waiting until last minute. I really do. 
Surprise, weird, last minute. I got a weird feeling he's going to do something weird tomorrow. Trout the Philadelphia confirmed. I doubt that, but I it wouldn't shock me if all of a sudden they make one of these big moves and get rid of somebody like a – I don't think they'll move Bryson Stott, but somebody like that, like a younger piece, you know what I mean? On the farm I, again? Yeah. I, maybe not destroy the farm because it's in a good spot right now, but I think, yeah, maybe somebody like a Mick Abel or something like that. I got a weird feeling. I could be wrong by by you know what I mean. Very well could be wrong, but I mean, I was wait. Rojas was Rojas a? I think he he's. I think I think Rojas is definitely on the block too. You know, and it's tough to say because I mean, I really do like Johan Rojas. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta wonder why they called other than him the fucking over. error yesterday. Well, yeah, but you gotta wonder why they called him up over some other guys in AAA that were ready to go, and you just jumped in straight from AA to the majors. Well, it's options, um, too, though. You know what I mean? It's No, I understand that. It's, you know, you there's plenty of other people. I mean, yeah. Jake Cave could have come up when when they brought Rojas up um, to play in that area, and, you know, they, they went with Rojas instead. So just something interesting that I thought. No, for know. sure. The right-handed bats who made it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What else, anything else we're missing? Uh, Jordan Hicks, uh, went to the Blue Jays for yes, yes. Sam Robers and Adam Kloffenstein. Jordan Hicks ain't no scrub. No, I like Jordan Hicks a lot. Well, the Blue Jays, you know, they're like TLC. They don't want no scrubs. <laughs> no scrubs. It's a bop, dude. There's a big um, one that I, got? that I missed. It was a couple days ago. Uh, sure, Dodgers acquired Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly from the White Sox for Nick Nastrini, Jordan yep. Leisure, and Trace uh, Thompson. Tra- I like Trace Thompson a lot, too, the outfielder. Also, uh, Angels, okay. I know they, they traded for um, Lucas Giolito. And um, yep. and who else was in that trade? Um, it was somebody else, too, White Sox. And then they also then made a trade today for C.J. Cronin and Randall Grichuk from the Rockies. And Matt Olson just did a home run. Let's go fantasy. Um, sorry, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and Richard gets to the home run in his first game with the Angels. It, it hasn't been crazy deadline, you know, like big, big names, but like it's been a nice little deadline. I think there's been a the nice snow, move made. The snow's been hot. It's been, yeah. it's been hot. Definitely. I think, I think Bellinger and Stroman, unless the Cubbies get an offer like blown out of the water. I think Belly and Stroman are staying now. They've been eight and two in their last ten, I believe. Something like that. So cool to see Cody Bellinger too after those last two years of struggling. I yeah. think he's needed a change of scenery. I know he's not, you know, forty, fifty home run belly, but like he's hitting uh over three hundred. I think like twelve to fifteen home runs, thirty to forty RBIs. He's having a very good season. Also, I apologize for my dog friends, but that's okay. So um, we're, we're we're sure on show he's staying, we think. Oh, they yeah. they've come out and say he's staying. Oh, I know, but like they're doing everything in their power. No, because I Art Moreno, how deep his pockets are, everything he's put into that team. Mm-hmm. I think that this is his last hurrah. That he's like, do everything in, in our power to keep Shohei Otani. I think Trout gets traded before Shohei does. If one I of them gets too. traded, if one of them gets traded, it'll be Trout. Because then you keep Shohei, maybe you get a couple prospects for Trout. Mickey Moniak has shown, you know, he again, you know, like, like Whittle said, they just traded for Randall Randall Grichik. 
Taylor Ward plays a you know nice outfield, plays all over the diamond. I you know it makes sense. So also this is random. I was watching you know because at one thirteen over the weekend they have the Braves games on you know down here. Mm-hmm. They had um the Braves Eddie Rosario. He's hitting like. 250 with like 15 or 16 home runs and like 40 RBIs. Very quietly having a really good year. I've always liked Eddie Rosario, but like big part of that World Series team. But like he's a very good player. Obviously, Acuna's having an MVP season. Matt Olson's hitting homer after homer. Austin Riley, you know, Ozzy Albies. They have all these big names. But yeah, Michael Harris is hitting ninth for them. That's crazy. It's insane. Like their lineup when they're healthy, it's like Acuna, Albies, um, Austin Riley, Matt Olson, Sean Murphy, Travis Darno. It, it's stupid, dude. Like it's Eddie Rosario hits like sixth or seventh. It's insane. It's it's fucking insane. Michael Harris and Orlando Arcia, like the, that team is is so good. But pitching is the one thing that you got to watch with them. Like it's either really good or it's not great. But they tear the cover off the ball, so who knows? Um, that's pretty much all the MLB stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Most of it. Um, that's all right. Well, we've been uh, running through this outline. Um, so real quick, we'll, we'll just um, let's get our teams, um, our teams of the week. Uh, Steve Zanelli, you want to go ahead, run that shit. I'll be honest. Since I was on vacation last week, I have no idea what the damage we did. For our teams, like two weeks ago, did you so have I'm, who? Did you tell who had written what down? I I have it written down of who had what. Uh, Jacobs, you had teams. you had the Mariners over. I believe I had a push because we had it was three. I believe right. Um, did we rec- Steve? Did we record on a Monday or a Tuesday? That I don't know. Yeah. Um. Because the Mariners, I feel like we recorded on a Tuesday. Can one of you guys happen to look on Apple Podcasts real quick or Spotify and see when it says recorded, me and Zanelli's episode? Um, let me see. I think, I think it was the 18th. I think it was recorded on the 18th. Terrible podcasting. But... Where is the Spotify app at? Okay, I or I, I will try to look and not fuck up the podcast because I'm on my phone. I'm looking at it now. I'm trying to find it now, bro. Bro, okay. we're cool, bro. Okay, bro. Uh, it was listening. the 18th. All right, word. Couldn't find my Spotify. Um, so let's see. Zero and two, two and two. They pushed. They went three and three. That's that's my first push of the year. That sucks. Uh, Welcome to the club. Who does Declan have? Uh, Declan had the Red Sox over. Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox. Uh, Starting on the 18th. um, They lost three in a row. uh, Two to the Athletics, one to the Mets. And they went two and three. L. I get why you did it though, Declan. The Red yes, Sox. Right. I mean, he's and the Mets. Yeah, I I feel that. All right, Zanelli, who did you have? I had 
the Angels over. Angels over. Um, they've been hot as of late, so you might have hit that. Um, the 18th, they beat the Yankees twice. They beat the Pirates. That's three right there. They lost to the Pirates. And then they beat the Angels. Yeah, they went, um, oh, my a dub? God. That's a dub. I have updated uh, records. No, I'm yeah. from the information from via Jacobs. Yeah. Uh, Jacobs, you are sitting at 12-2-1 with your first push of the year. Yeah. Declan, with your loss, you are 7-3-5. and five. <laughs> five pushes. It gets me every time. And with my win, I'm actually ahead of Declan now at eight six and one. Oh shit! All right, um, Whittle, you're our guest this week. Do you happen to have a pick? Oh, oh hey Zanelli. You know, also, you have you have Devin's phone number, right? I don't. It's have in the group chat that I just started. If you want to try to FaceTime him real quick for me or call him. Because he, he asked if he could have a whenever we do it. <laughs> Wait, what, what group what, chat? Why am I not in this group chat? Oh, yikes. Wait, what group chat? Oh, I'm Snapchat? Think... Are you talking about yes. a fantasy group chat? Maybe. Um. Yeah, you wouldn't have the number. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm sorry, Steve. I'm a goofball. Um. Okay. God damn it, Jacobs. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm sorry. We're going to go uh, – my, my team Rangers. Rangers over under. Uh, we're going to go Rangers over. Rangers over. I'm going to pull I up def- their schedule I right now. Number. FaceTime him real quick. Ask if, um, if he wants a team of the week. I can't mm, – I don't think I do. I thought there was a group chat that me and Dev were in, like on iMessage. I'll send you his number right now. I don't – it's been – listening, so you're going to hear – You fucked up. Um, yeah, surprise, each. <laughs> I'll send it to you guys right now. Steve, you were awful at saving numbers. <laughs> Texas Rangers, uh, this week – they um they're off tonight. They have three at home against the White Sox and three at home against the Marlins. Devin Jean Pierre. Should I FaceTime him or just call him on speaker? Doesn't matter either way. I guess it is. The, the Rangers this week are hosting the White Sox for three and the Marlins for three. Uh you want the over or the under? To be over. All right, put Whittle down for no over ball. three. Got it. Declan, do you have him yet? He's not. He's not picking up the line. That's, it's okay. Hold the line. Hello. <laughs> Yo, you wanted your pick, right? Is that you wanted your MLB pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just wake up now? Yeah, I was in the bed. I'm in the bed right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. What, what's your pick, bro? Um, Tell him he's live know, on the North South Podcast. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Orioles. 
The Orioles? Yeah, I'm going to take Baltimore. Over or under? Over. Over. Okay. Well, you're li- you're live on the pod right now. Awesome. We lit, man. I'm, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. We Dev, lit. Dev, Dev, we lit. need to say your saying. Dev, yeah, Dev. What you you got to give us your saying. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> 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 Tell Daddy uh, Dev I, I love him. Yeah, uh, Jacob said he loves you, Daddy Dev. All right, be safe, buddy. All right, all right, I'll see you. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Deuces. I love that. All right. Um, did he say over or under? He said over, right? He said, he said over. Over O's. Yeah, they um, they're four at the Blue Jays. And three he said the Orioles are dog shit. I hate the Orioles, but I'll take them on the over this week. He did not say that. He did. He can suck balls. Um, four at the Blue Jays, three home against the Mets right now. Um, so he's looking okay. So first place Orioles, by the way. First place in all the American League. Um, Zanelli, what's your pick? I am taking the Chicago Cubs under. Oh, that's a good pick. I like hey, that. Too short to bet the under, Steve. They are currently playing the Reds, and then after that, I believe they play. Oh, I can't remember the second team that they were playing. I looked at their schedule earlier. Shit. Uh, it um, would be the um, the Braves. Yes. Yeah. What he said. You know, funny you should mention that because uh, Zanelli said the Cubbies are playing the Reds. Um, I got the Reds over. I'm, I'm on Zanelli's bandwagon train on this one. Same, uh, same, same line of thought here. Um, give me the Cubs over. Uh, excuse me, the Reds over over the Cubs. Oh, hammering um, the Cubs. <laughs> hammering the Cubs under. Um, the Reds. <laughs> then they. Who, who, who do they say they have after that? Fuck. Cubs have the Braves. No, I know. The the Red. At home against the Nationals, Friday, Saturday, Sunday this weekend. So, so we'll Go see. Cell um, yeah, um, they're not as bad as I thought they were going to be, though. They're forty-four and sixty-two. Like I, I was expecting, like thirty-five and like seventy-five, mm-hmm. maybe. They're they're not as bad as I thought they were going to be. Um, that last piece, what you got? Uh, I'm going to take the Brewers over this week. Uh, I forget. They probably don't even ask me. I'll, I'll pull it up. I got it. Um, Brewers are uh, at the Nationals and home against the Pirates. So, yeah, I understand that pick. All right. Cool. All right, fellas. Let's um, let's wrap up with uh, – I have a lot today, apparently. Unless, um, you know, this is all today. Holy shit. July 31st, last day of July, even though you're listening in August. Um, on this day in 1910, we had a Tour de France winner. Octave Lapise of France wins by four points over uh, Francois Faber. Yeah. Uh, on this day in 1930, Lou Gehrig of the Yankees drives in eight runs with a grand slam and two doubles and a 14-13 win over the Red Sox. Um. On this day in 1932, the Cleveland Indians, uh, they open up Municipal Stadium 
it's one of the most iconic stadiums. Um, they opened it up with a loss, one nothing to the Philadelphia A's in 1932. My grandma would have been like a month old. That's fun. Um, uh, on this day in 1954, Milwaukee first baseman Joe Adcock <laughs> becomes only the third player in 20th century. <laughs> Uh, you guys are such children. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, to hit four home runs in a nine-inning game, uh, third following uh, Lou Gehrig and Gil Hodges, and a 15-7 to win over the Brooklyn Dodgers. Um, Joe Adcock had a major league record 18 total bases in that game. <laughs> so the cock got around the bases. All right. <laughs> hey um, I had to do it. Uh, on this day in 1961, we had the 31st All-Star game. Uh it was that's back when they used to play two All Star games in a season. Fun fact, they did that. Um, second game of the year uh, at Fenway Park. It was the first tie in history. Uh, they called it due to rain after nine innings, with the score tied at one to one. So on this day in 1970, we had uh, the 37th NFL Chicago All Star game. The uh, Kansas City 24, the All Stars three. Uh, on this day in 1972, Chicago infielder. Dick Allen becomes only the seventh player in history to hit two inside the park home runs in a game in the same game, both off of Burt Blylevin, great name, uh, as uh, the White Sox beat the Twins 8-1. Uh, on this day in 1978, we talked about hitting streaks in, um, in uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Uh, Pete Rose had a single off of Phil Necro on this day. Uh, to extend his hit streak to 44 games, 44 games, uh, tied Willie Keeler's 81-year-old National League record. Uh, on this day in 1981, midseason strike by MLB players ends after 42 days uh, as the players and owners come into agreement on free agent compensation. On this day in 1983, uh, Major League Baseball had some Hall of Fame entries. Brooks Robinson, Juan Marichal, George Kell and Walter Alston, all inducted into Cooperstown. Uh, on this day in 1987, Eddie Murray of the Orioles hits homers 299 and 300 in the same game to beat the Rangers 8-4. Uh, on this day in 88, the Miami Dolphins, Whittle, beat the San, San Francisco 49ers 27-21 in the American Bowl at Wembley Stadium in London. Also on this day in 1988, uh, Oakland A's Jose Canseco smacks two home runs off of Scott Bankhead in a 6-2 Oakland win. He becomes the first major league player to hit 30 home runs in each of his first three seasons. On this day in 1988, Pittsburgh Pirates first baseman Willie Stargell becomes the 200th man inducted into Cooperstown, my dad's favorite pirate of all time, fun fact. Um, On this day in 1989, uh, Minnesota Twins trade Frank Viola to the New York Mets. Uh, on this day in 1990, uh, who else but Nolan Ryan, always on this fucking podcast, records his 300th career victory in an 11-3 win over the Brewers, 20th pitcher to reach that milestone. Light work. Literally. On this day in 1993, the Toronto Blue Jays trade for Ricky Henderson and uh, ends up being a big part of the Blue Jays winning the World Series back-to-back that year. Over the fucking Phillies, of course. Um, on this really? day in 1994, some good news for the Phillies. Uh, Phil Rizzuto of the Yankees and Steve Carlton of our Phils inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. 
On this, lefty. On this day in 97, Mark McGuire becomes Major League Baseball's top home run hitter. He's the first one to be traded midseason when he gets traded from Oakland to St. Louis. Had 34 home runs and 81 RBIs at the time of his trade. Uh, on this day in 07, we had a big, big, big trade in the National Basketball League uh, Association. Excuse me. Um, Boston Celtics trade for Kevin Garnett in a seven to seven for one deal with the Wolves. Uh, it was the biggest trade in NBA history at the time. Al Jefferson in that trade. Fun fact. Al Jefferson. Yes. Classic. Um, and speaking of Michael Phelps, on this day in 2012, he becomes the greatest medal winner in Olympic history as part of the American 4x200 freestyle relay team in London. It was a 19th career Olympic medal and 15th overall gold medal. Duty unit. Um, on this day in 2016, Jimmy Walker of the USA wins the PGA Championship. Uh Beats one shot, uh, Jason Day by one shot, the defending champion. Alrighty. Oh, and speaking of Katie Ledecky, um, on this day in 21, Katie Ledecky wins the women's 800 meter gold for an unprecedented third consecutive Olympics in Tokyo. I I agree, Kristen. If you guys heard that, um, I heard woo. it. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, well. Hi, Kristen. <laughs> They're having a good time out there. Uh, we have some birthdays today. Uh, happy birthday to former owner of the Arizona Cardinals, Bill Bidwell of the Bidwell family. Happy birthday. Um, happy birthday to former Eagles quarterback, Norm Sneed. Wow. Norm Sneed. Wow. That's uh, a good one. Yeah, thank you. Happy birthday to former Philly and um, favorite third base coach of mine, John Vukovic. Vuk. Uh, passed away in 07, unfortunately. Uh, happy, yeah. Happy birthday to one of my favorite billionaires, Mark Cuban. Yeah, I like him a lot, actually. I like him a lot. Um, happy birthday to uh, former guard. And actually, um, I believe he was involved in the John Elway trade. Um, Chris Hinton, fun fact. I believe he was... Drafted by the Broncos and then traded in that trade for Elway to the Colts. Um, happy birthday to Hall of Fame linebacker. Passed away in 2020. Kevin Green, five-time mm-hmm. pro bowler, uh, first-team all-pro three times. Uh, played for the Rams, Steelers, Panthers, all those guys. Um, happy birthday to former good point guard and very good head coach, Scott Brooks. Happy birthday, Scott A. Happy birthday to former Heisman Trophy winner, Andre Ware. Nothing. Good talk, guys. <laughs> Happy birthday to former Pro Bowler in 96 from Pennsylvania himself, Gus Farratt. Gus Farratt. Happy name. birthday to another Hall of Fame winner, Chris Winkie. I'll give you my winky. Hey, now. Hey, now. Happy happy birthday to Hall of Fame tackle, one of the best of all time, Jonathan Ogden. Yep, that's a good one. Happy birthday to former pitcher and World Series winner in 06, Randy Flores for the St. Louis Cardinals. Happy birthday to 
former Chicago Bears Pro Bowl wide receiver. Never hear that. Marty Booker. Happy birthday. Yeah, whatever. Fuck off. Happy birthday to uh, former number one overall pick from the Cleveland Browns in 99. Quarterback, Tim Couch. Happy birthday to Hall of Famer, Demarcus Ware. A lot of birthdays today. A lot of good ones, dude. Happy, Happy birthday to public enemy number two for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Evgeny Malkin, fucking loser. I agree. They're laughing. I agree. Happy birthday to one of the greatest U.S. soccer players, men, uh, Michael Bradley from Princeton, actually. Princeton, New Jersey. And uh, we got two more real quick. Happy birthday to, got to give the tennis ladies a happy birthday, Victoria Azarenka. Azarenka. And uh, last but not least, happy birthday to Kyle Larson of Elk Grove, California, NASCAR driver. Dude's very, very, very good. Uh, that about wraps us up, guys. Um, very good episode, I think, after a little hiatus. Um, Whittle, after having you back on, any uh, any thoughts? Uh, listen, go buy color green jerseys. They kind of, kind of look sick. That's, uh, that's that. And, uh, you know, thanks for having me on, boys. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Come oh, yeah. in whenever you guys uh, want me to. Got some free time on my hands now. And, Is it? Fun fact, I'm also going to check a uh, MLB team off my list on Friday night. Oh, yeah? Go. See the, we go see the Kansas City Royals play the Philadelphia Phillies. Nice. And, and, well, yeah, I mean, I would love to get out there, but I haven't started a stadium tour yet. Still got to get to Baltimore. Like, I really want to. Oof, I was uh, just there. So. But uh, sitting in Diamond Club for the first time. Oh, we did you not go with us last year? No, we said Hall of Fame Club. That's right. Yeah, I mean, Diamond Club's I'm nice. Sitting, I've done that. I'm sitting behind the plate. Yeah, it's one. so nice, dude. I sat back <laughs> so, here um, either 04 or 04, I think. That was the Expos last year. They played the Expos. That was the first year the stadium was open, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Mike Lieberthal had a home run in that game, fun fact. Levy. Mike Lieberthal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Number 24 himself. Um, Zanelli, any final thoughts for us? Uh, Phillies need to get their head out of their asses. They're winning right now, though. I know, but I'm saying the last couple of games, you know, it all, with those dumbass errors and shit. Yeah, but you know what? They're winnable games. They weren't getting blown out. I like it. They were – the Pirates are a tough they're, – they're a tough little team to play. You know what I mean? I mean, they, they, play, they play hard. The Phillies should have won those games. Well, what does Jacobs always say? The Pirates didn't win those games, boys. The Phillies lost them. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. The Shorts, any final thoughts? Um, you know, it, it was an interesting weekend. Shout out to UFC 291. Shout out to Justin Gaethje. Uh, oh, my God. What a head kick. Pajeda got the win. Kevin Holland was in there. Derek Lewis threw a flying knee at Dude. the buzzer. No, it wasn't at the buzzer. It was to start the fight. Well, yeah. Sorry. At the bell. Uh, okay, yeah, bell. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then who else? Ding, ding. Or Tony Ferguson. Yeah, Tony Ferguson ain't it. He's done. Yeah. Yesterday came off a nice little win. Got to see the fam. Now today we're 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 chilling, resting out, and you know we're doing the podcast. Yeah, shout out to the shorts, man. Second place in another bowling tournament. Won a cool thousand dollars. No, uh, no big deal. No big. Yeah. Light work. Uh yeah, it was rough. 
When are you going to Indy, yeah, let's dude? Go, let's go bowling, boys. Uh, it already passed. We didn't end up going. I didn't, I didn't have any way of getting down there. Oh, I'm sorry, there. buddy. Over there. My bad. It's cool. It is what it is. I worried about it. I just want to rack. Damn right. All right. Uh, Jacob's final thoughts. Um, thank you, Jacobs. Um, who did the wait? Bless Diamondbacks me. get a closer. Who did the Diamondbacks trade for? What the fuck did I just miss? Is that, is that breaking passing news? I don't know. Somebody go look real quick. Paul so- Seawald. Gotcha. From the uh, from the A's. Mariners. That's what? Really? Yeah, that's what I just read. Oh, all right. Um, also, I'm, I'm missing something. Oh my gosh, the Eagles, Kelly Greens are so hot. Yeah, they're really nice. Um, yeah, from the Mariners. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Um, fuck. Who else was that? Oh, uh, Jorge Lopez traded from the Orioles to the Twins last year. The Twins gave up a lot to get him. They just traded him <laughs> to uh, yikes to the Marlins, I believe. So. That's fine. Uh, Fanatics is actually canceling sales of the jerseys from today because they sold too many. That's so funny. What's so the re- Yeah, so they're giving you full refund plus twenty five percent off your next purchase. Oh, also, Ronald and Jones uh, suspended two games for uh, PEDs. PEDs. Yeah, something in the water down in Big D. Damn you, Derry Jones. Whoa. Oh boy. So. Oh, yeah. Fun fact that you talk about Tony Ferguson, Declan. Um, from 2013 to 2019, Ferguson won 12 straight fights. Yeah. And then he lost six straight. 2020 to 2023, he's 0-6. Yep. He's still a Hall of Famer, though, right? Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just making sure I'm not crazy. If, if they fought – Ferguson and Khabib were supposed to fight three times. All three times got canceled. Yeah. It's. I think if you gave him that fight, ooh, I. I think if somebody were to beat Khabib, it would have been. It would have been Ferguson. I know. I thought Connor was it, but. Yeah, Connor had a shot. That. that I know. That, that third round, Habib was gassed, and he was piecing him up. That's one of my favorite all-time fights, man. Phenomenal fight. So, but all right. Um. Yeah, but if you guys get a chance, the Derek Lewis flying knee, and then the, uh, the the Justin Gagey, like like Declan said, you know, in uh in that video that he sent us. Uh, Steve, he he, he, he is just like Leon Edwards, just a faint jab. Front mm-hmm. kick. Oh, and it's ironic because Gaethje and Usman trained together with Trevor Whitman. Yeah, yeah. And Ami Yunus too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those are his only three fighters. And you blame him? <laughs> He's Hell doing no, something, right? Yeah. So, I'm excited, though, to watch. Um, have you been watching Tough, Declan? No. They spoil, they spoil every episode. How? Yeah, on Instagram, bro. So don't go on Instagram and watch the. I'm, not, I'm going on Instagram. I'm not about to watch it at 11, 11 p.m. I watch it when I wake up. Yeah, so why why would you just not wait to go on Instagram until after you watch it? Because it feels like every social media, like Twitter, does it's it's on Twitter too, and on TikTok. Like I'm on UFC TikTok. Like everything I go on, like I don't have to wait. problem. To Either way, uh, that Roosevelt Roberts fight was kind of boring, but I'm excited to see. Uh, Katona and Timor fight. Who do you think wins it? Um, Katona's got that like. There's something about him that like I'm just not huge on, but like, and you know I think Timor 
would probably be like a betting favor in that fight. I'm gonna take Katona in that fight. Really? Timur almost didn't win his fight, if you remember. Yeah. Wasn't it um Trevor Wells he fought, I think? Yeah, I think so. And that was a really good fight. Mm-hmm. Logan and I watched that one together, so yeah. Sorry guys, just an ultimate fighter talk. Phenomenal. If you guys ever want a good TV show to watch. We do UFC at the service. Yeah, we do. Um but yeah. Sean's so, up next though. What's that? August nineteenth. Who's up? Sugar Sean Aljamain. Oh, that's awesome. That's the um is that the Volk too? No, Volk just fought. Volk, Volk just fought. And I, then next next pay per view it's gonna be in Sydney. Israel wants to headline, but the only guy that's ready is Strickland. Which that'll be fun. I like Sean Strickland. Yeah, but he can't fight for a for a, a title right now. He just knocked somebody out. Yeah, but he's he he dropped a couple in a row, didn't he? He lost to Pajeda. I know, but I thought he lost to somebody else too. No, I don't know. I don't think he's ready for a title. But let's just he, like, he talks though. He'll like he'll he. he oh, him and Izzy would be fireworks talking. Yeah, no doubt. But all right, um, fellas, that about wraps us up. Um, y'all, I know you're already listening, but you can always check us out on Apple Podcasts on Spotify. Go ahead and let everybody know. Um, we'll be sharing this episode all on our social media platforms. Whittle, if you could uh, help us out, do the same. We'd appreciate it. Maybe get some of those views from Lock K listeners, some sports to listen to until you and uh, <laughs> you and uh, you and your homie are back. Max, getting ready and yeah. uh, and rolling. Hopefully for the yeah, season. Max is uh, Max is back in the two one five for good. So uh... that's what's up. Yeah, so hopefully we'll get that rolling again. Life's calm down a little bit. Yeah, you know. Well, like and, I said, uh, until we'll until until you guys are back, get uh get your homies to listen to the North South podcast. Some sports fix. Um, but uh, again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back for another episode of the North South podcast. Maybe some previews on uh that NBA hundredth uh, anniversary team that we were talking about. Um. NFL picks coming soon. We'll have some hard knocks talk pretty soon. It's exciting. Exciting times. So uh, stay tuned. But, uh, Whittle, I'm going to let you go after me on this uh, on this one, okay? So, uh, All righty. So for Whittle and Zanelli and the Shorts, this is Jacobs signing off. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Nothing night. Have good night. Jacobs in the shorts and Zanelli get it bumping. Best sports talk, baby, can't tell me nothing. Pick
with the best in the game on the mic Nothing but respect, but you know we gotta fight Hot takes, know we bring the heat like a footstool Strong will, keeping it a hundred like a pitch stove Bet song, better cash it One, two, three, light it up like a hat trick All the talk shows, North, South, y'all favorites You ain't gonna wanna skip like Bayless Coming to you live in CPA The three boys with the smarts, no GPA So tune in, listen up, cause there's more to know It's North, South, turn it up and enjoy the show